Welcome to the first episode of Consenting Adults. I'm your host, Lena Wynn, and I'm guessing you're here for one of two reasons. One, you know me and you're just being awesome and supportive. Thank you. Or two, you find the subject matter a bit intriguing. Now, those of you who know me from my work as a journalist might be shocked that I'm talking about things on this show like open marriages, swingers, polyamory, BDSM, and honestly, sometimes I'm shocked myself, but let me tell you how I got here. Some of you know that I started another podcast called Lena Wynn Unscripted after I quit TV news. You know, like after 26 years, it was finally fun to have an outlet to talk like a regular human being in my own words and asking the questions I wanted to ask. Well, months after I started that podcast, I decided to sell my home of 10 years, look for a new home. I actually said yes to getting remarried. And I turned 50. So lots of life changes. Uh, And I broke down that studio and I put the brakes on that podcast. But during a conversation with a friend about, you know, growing older and how I don't feel 50 and I'm actually enjoying life so much more than I ever have before, my friend confided in me that she and her husband are swingers. So after picking my jaw up off the floor, I started asking questions. And then I started asking around. And you know what I found? You are not over the hill when you hit 40. In fact, you'd probably be shocked to hear about the private lives of people we once thought of as old. You know, I mean, and they are older. I mean, we are older, yes, but we're also wiser, we're happier, we're more confident, and we are sexier. And I also found that the things I thought were so weird, the wife swapping, or multiple partners, and the world of kink, you know, the stuff I'd only read stories on, weren't so weird. I'm amazed at who's doing it and all the different ways that people are expressing their sexuality and how much more they're enjoying it. You know, who am I to judge? No one, right? And I don't. I mean, I may not agree with everything. It may not all be for me. But I love hearing people talk about being content and happy in their own skin. And finally, and I know this is a cliche, but finally living their best life. It's not without trials and tribulations. I mean, it's a journey. Some people have been shunned by their families. Many are still hiding in the shadows. But trust you me, the people next door, your doctor, that lawyer you hate to pay, your kids' teachers, those are the type of people who are into these alternative non-monogamous lifestyles. And they are not shy about sharing their stories with me as consenting adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, you might want to pull out now. So dirty talk, so sex talk. Yeah, it it started off as dirty talk. I was actually, like, very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) And you find it a turn-on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Oh, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. Today we're talking with Mike, not his real name. For the things he's about to reveal, we want to keep him anonymous. So Mike is 49, married to Wendy, who's 48. He works for the government. She's in law enforcement. 
both married once before, both bringing one adult son into this relationship. You've been married 15 years. Does it yes. feel like 15 years? Not at all. No? Honest to God, it doesn't. We keep saying that. How is it that we've been together this long? So it surprises you that you've made it this yes, long? Yes. How long were you married the first time? About three and a half years. Okay. And how about her? About the same. How did you guys meet? Uh, we met online. Uh, was it love at first sight? When I met her, absolutely. Really? Yes. Yeah, like you really think and believe that? Like you were, you saw this woman and you thought what? That's it. This is the one? Yeah. Did she think that way about you? I have no idea. I doubt it. <laughs> I think I just grew on her. Yeah, that happens with men and women. Actually, <laughs> kidding aside, I think it does happen with men and women in that I feel just in talking with friends that women can learn to love somebody. Right. Which is why when you get married... And you get old and ugly and you gain weight and all that. You lose your hair, all that stuff. Women, I think, more easily look past all that stuff or like don't even really see it, you right. know. Whereas you hear people joking all the time that, you know, women start well, gaining weight. let me stop you. They can get past it with their husband. But, but not other people. When they're looking in the mirror, oh, nothing gets past that. So very critical of themselves. Absolutely. I, that's probably um, a very female thing, don't you think? Yes. Adversely, men, and I'm, of course, generalizing, can see when their women start putting on weight or whatever, right? So would you say that it's really true love when that kind of stuff doesn't matter to you anymore? Yes. To be honest, if she puts on weight, I don't see it. I mm -hmm. see the same person that I saw 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's still as sexy naked now as she was then. But if you ask her, she's like, oh, hell no. No. Nah. Right. I get that because, for instance, like I'll go on a vacation and I'll feel like I need to do no carbs for, you know, a month before I go. And people are like, what? Are you crazy? And it's not for anybody else. It's for myself. It's for how I see myself. And just like your wife, you know, you think she's hot. She may not be feeling hot, but that's right. it's it has nothing to do with you. Right. So it's right. it's all her. Interestingly enough, as critical as women can be of themselves, it's I find it very interesting that you guys are... Swingers. <laughs> Is that what you call yourselves? I guess there are different categories. Swingers, it just brings up images of... Bad stuff you've seen. Mr. Furley from Three's Company, <laughs> the, you know, the medallions and the... No, um, Is it an open marriage or are you guys swinging? Is there a difference? I guess technically it's swinging. It's referred to more now as being in the lifestyle. You can't just say, hey, we're swingers now. Uh -huh. But if somebody overhears a conversation about the lifestyle, they'd... They don't know what they're they talking about. They know what you, you – yeah. okay. What does it mean? What do you engage in? It's kind of up to each couple to determine what they're comfortable with or what they what they like to do with us. It started slow. We would go to a club and have sex by ourselves while other people are doing the same. First of all, wait a second. How do you just find a club where this happens? I mean, you must have done a lot of research. I did absolutely no research. I found what? it on accident. Uh, it starts about 10 years ago. My kids at the time, they were really wanting a pet. And we finally gave in, said, okay, we'll go to the animal shelter. <laughs> we'll look for a pet. You got to stick with me here. So we get in the car. I don't quite know exactly where the shelter is, but I had an idea. We pull up to this building, but as I'm getting closer, I realize this isn't it. This is something else. How, how did you realize that? What did you see? There was a sign on the side of the <laughs> building. And what did it say? It said Freedom Makers. Freedom Makers. Yes. Okay. And so we stopped right there. We're going to Google this when we get home. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't go inside? 
No, we we turned around. We there was no cars there. It was the middle of the day. And that evening, we uh, got online and started googling. And lo and behold, come to find out, one of the biggest sex clubs in the country is about three miles from our house. And we never oh, knew wow. it. We didn't know that lifestyle existed still. Um, when you say still, were you into this before you met your current wife? No. I'm referring to hearing about swinging back in the 70s oh, okay. and that kind of stuff. Says, I, you know, stuff we all hear about yeah, and joke no about. no personal experience. Right, right, right. Was your wife into this lifestyle before she met you? Not at all. No, we... Not that you know of? No. Yeah, <laughs> no, because the one thing this lifestyle will get you to do is communicate better with your spouse. When we researched this place, wow, this place is crazy. There's pictures of the playrooms and the bar area, you know, and we started wondering, what's it like in there? What, what goes on on Friday nights? It became an interest where we were kind of starting to do our research on it. What is that conversation like? Like um, most people who aren't in the lifestyle, I'm not sure that they can imagine starting or having a conversation like that with their spouse. Like, hey, honey, you think you want to swing? Most of it would happen when we're in bed, we're having sex, and the topic would come up in the middle of sex. So oh. dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. Oh, what if somebody was watching us or what mm -hmm. if someone joined in, you know? But a lot of people do that kind of talk and it's just right. that. It's just talk, right. At what point did you realize it was more than talk? We took an anniversary trip to Reno, Tahoe area. We had time to kill. So she thought, let's go to a strip club, watch a, get a lap dance, you know, whatever. In Reno in the middle of, <laughs> it was like 11 a.m. What else is there to do there? Literally the only people in the place. She wanted a, a lap dance for her. That's a turn on for a lot of guys, right? Yeah, because strip clubs do nothing for me. It's it's entertaining for about the first half hour and then... But the thought of your woman with another woman, it does something for a lot of men. Yes. A man's ultimate fantasy at one point to have two women or to see his wife with another woman. Mm -hmm. but it doesn't always work the other way around, though. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, no. does your wife ever... I mean, does she have any fantasies about you and another guy? If she's involved, then yeah. Okay. So you're in Reno. She decides, let's go to a strip club because we've got some time to kill. You're in there. She gets a lap dance. She picked the girl that she wanted. She had the option of a $20 lap dance right there in your chair or $100 for a three-song dance in the back. She said, I'll just take the $20 one. About 30 seconds in, she tells me, I want to go to the $100 <laughs> room. Three of us get up and, and go back there. The girl starts to dance and is rubbing on Wendy and the stripper takes her top off. Wendy takes her top off, and I'm total shocked that she's doing this in, in a strip club. They just rubbed on each other for a good 20 minutes, and uh, she was hooked. He's like, we're going to have to look into this club when we get home. Wow. That's where it started. Of course, we didn't just jump right into it at that point either. It was probably another year before we worked up the courage to let's go and see what it what it's like inside. Weren't you worried that you'd run into people you know or work for or, you know, your kids went to school together, whatever? Yes. And we did. You did. And what was that like? She saw him. He saw her. And they just went opposite directions and nothing was ever said. You don't talk about Fight Club, right? No, Is that right, what exactly, it was? Oh, exactly. Okay. She was a little worried at first. She's like, oh my God, you know, mm -hmm. what if he talks? And I say, what can he say? You saw him there too. Right, you know? and exactly. She's like, yeah, good point. Right. So, and it, nothing ever, nothing came, ever up. came up. So you go into this club for the first time. Tell me about it. The first time there, they take you on a tour. People are super friendly there, obviously. They have a state-of-the-art dance floor, DJ booth, you know, all the lights, a really nice bar area. 
they don't supply the alcohol. You you bring your own alcohol. They supply the oh. mixers and the bartender, and they'll make whatever you want with your stuff. But they take you on a tour. They they show you there's lockers. Bring your own lock and you know lock up your clothes, your belongings, whatever. And then they take us into the play area. It's like an adult jungle gym. <laughs> Do describe the scene to me. First of all, it's dark. You almost can't see anything. That's good. Um, yeah. But there's there's beds or platforms with mattresses on them. There's what they call their little cubby holes that you can climb in. There's mattresses inside there. There's even a wall with a glory hole, if you're familiar. <laughs> there's a dungeon for those that like to get a little kinkier. Wow. It's like walking through a maze, actually. And each room has like a different theme. Mm-hmm. There's rooms that are strictly for couples only. There's rooms where everybody has to be naked. If you just want to watch, you're in that area, you got to strip down too. Mm-hmm. The area is very clean. And that's what we liked is that it's very clean. They supply all the towels you need and they have volunteers that will come and just straighten up in between. So it's like a, like a sex spa. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Do you have to be a member or what, yeah. how does this there's, work? There's a membership. It's like a yearly membership. And then there's a, a daily admittance fee. Mm-hmm. The membership for the year was like 80 or or $100 for a couple. Oh, okay. So that's nothing. And then if you're going on a Friday night, I think it's like $60, $80 a couple. Yeah. And then you just bring your own your own alcohol or whatever. Do you have to be a couple to go to these places? Uh, you could be a couple or a single female. For the most part, they don't allow single men. Right. They might have special parties on certain nights where single men will be invited, but they screen them to mm-hmm. try to keep out the the creeps, I guess. Right. Say. So, so only uh, creeps who have a girlfriend or a wife, right? <laughs> or someone posing as a girlfriend or wife, uh, right? So, I would imagine uh, if you are a single creep and you want to go to this place, you just have to bring someone with you. Now, do they have to be male female couples? I don't know. I would assume that you'd have to be male female couples to count as a couple in because otherwise you can get two creeps. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't think of it that way, but yeah, you're right. So Interesting. You got to have a female to get in. Single females in the lifestyle are considered unicorns. Everybody's heard about them, but you just never really see, see them. them. Yeah. So, <laughs> Hard to come by. So if there is one that's interested in coming in, yeah, come on in. I'm sure you'll add to the party. Right. So kind of like ladies' night, where so many bars will have ladies' night, no cover charge, because they want to bring the ladies in, right, right exactly. to attract the guys. Exactly. Did you sign up right away? Yeah, you do everything right when you right when you get there at the front desk. Uh-huh. You, uh, it sounds very business-like. It's a very well-run business, actually. They're able to pull up your name. They, they get a little barcode thing that they can scan, has your account on it. Kind of like the health club membership? Exactly. It's the same. Like the one I never used? <laughs> okay. So take me to the first time you and your wife went into one of these clubs and actually participated. Yeah, that was the first night that we went. After sitting at the bar and having a couple of drinks to build up the courage, uh, we decided, well, let's go in the in the play area and just walk around and see what's going on. Couples, or three people, four people, all enjoying themselves. It's weird at first because you're you're not used to being okay with you know I'm gonna stare at these people while they're fucking. You know, it's <laughs> you're a newbie. It's a weird concept, but uh, after a few minutes, you kind of get used to it. And my wife seems to really enjoy watching people and. After a while of of just watching other people, she says, let's find a spot. We're not going to do anything with anybody else. We want to get comfortable. And first time we'll be by ourselves. I thought she'd shoot for one of these little cubby holes where you could have some privacy. No, she found a platform that's about (laughs) six feet up in the middle of a room. Wow. Where everybody that walks in has to see it. She's like, I want that spot. She's an exhibitionist. Did you know this about your wife? 
I know she was okay walking around the house naked or... Yeah, but that's around the house. Right, but had never seen her like this. How long had you guys been married at this point? Almost six years. Wow, okay. So Wendy decides, uh, hey, we're going to like, you know, spotlight on us. Yeah, that was exactly how it went. And how did you feel about that? I felt some pressure. You know, there's, uh, <laughs> I bet. There's some pressure to perform when it was like that. But I realized nobody's looking at me. Mm-hmm. We stripped down and just, we just laid down and started kissing at first and tried to get comfortable and just pretended nobody's around. And then as things got going and progressing, at one point we were doggy style on this platform and I'm not paying attention to anybody. I'm just enjoying the Enjoying, the enjoying your own view. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then I look up and there's a good 20 people watching <laughs> and they're naked. You know, it's couples uh-huh. and the guys are rubbing their wives, starting to, you know, maybe finger their wives and the guy and the girls are stroking or going down, giving them blowjobs right there while they're watching us. And I was thinking, shit, we must look pretty good. <laughs> You're rock stars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I could hear say something. I lean forward. She goes, do you see them looking at us? And I said, yeah. She goes, I like that, you know? And so from there it was, I guess we're good to go. You know, I wasn't quite sure how she was feeling at the time, but obviously she enjoyed it. And you had no like performance anxiety. You had no problems. Mine was the complete opposite. I went hours without stopping. (laughs) Was it because you just couldn't get there because of all the pressure and all the kind of outside stuff that you didn't expect? I, I can't really put a finger on why, but... Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it was a good two, two and a half hours where it came to a point where I just need to lay down and take a nap. I was exhausted. (laughs) I I don't know to this day. I don't know why, but that happens quite a bit for for me anyway, when you're in a play situation. Uh And so later that night we went home and we're talking about how it went, how we thought, whatever. And we ended up having sex at home and Right away. One and done. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I, I I can't explain it. And there were other times eventually where it would just not, it's not helping me. You know, <laughs> you're, you're not working with me today, right. you know, um, but that happens. I think that younger men hearing that may not want to put themselves in the position of not being able to perform. Do you find that as you're older, that that stuff kind of doesn't really matter that much? It's not the end of the world. You don't take it as personally. Absolutely. You just kind of roll with the punches. You do see the younger guys that they feel like they've got something to prove. Right. They'll either overdo it. Those are the ones that usually just end up too drunk in the in the <laughs> dance area and they, they can't they don't even make it to the playroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's us older guys that are, you know, two mm-hmm. drinks and let's go, mm-hmm. you know, and there seems to be a lot of confidence that comes with age. You know, you you know what your body can do. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. And if for that moment your body can't do what you want it to do, it's still like no big deal. You don't, right? right? It doesn't yeah. get in your head and you No, there was a few times where I really wanted it to work out and it just wasn't working out. And I kind of got on myself like, the hell's wrong with me? I even went so far as to get a prescription for pills, you know. Right. And let's face it, you know, we're talking about guys, some of them in their 40s, but 50s and beyond, there's stuff medically that you can right. do now to help you along with that. Because I would imagine that's just a like a physiological thing that you're dealing with. Whereas up here in your head... You're not effing like a 50-year-old. You're, you're, you still have those fantasies right. and those desires that a 20-something-year-old right. man had. So right. it's just your body being able to take you through it. Right. And now you, there are pills and injections and who knows what else is out there that's available for men. And, might I add, it's actually available for women. Right. right. Which 
I didn't even know about until, honestly, the other day when I read an article on Suzanne Somers talking about being sexy at 73 and how, yeah, women go through the changes with menopause and all the kind of the unpleasant stuff that doesn't allow you to enjoy sex. But now there's help for women as well. So I think we're moving in the right direction. (laughs) Did you have preconceptions of what swinging was and compare that to what the reality reality is? Yeah. I pictured it more of maybe like an orgy type situation where there's just multiple people, just a pile of bodies just going at it. While that does happen, that's not the norm. The norm with the lifestyle is usually two couples that'll get together and either swap or, you know, maybe the four of them getting involved together. Do you make friends this way that then carry outside of the club where, you know, you don't have to pay the daily fee to to have have sex with them? Yes, we have. We actually made a couple of of close friends this way. Mm -hmm. They've been to our kids' performances and and luckily the kids never said, so how do you know these Uh (laughs) I don't know. Is the friendship different Because you're actually having sex with these people. You've got friends who may come over for Thanksgiving dinner and for dessert, y'all, you know, hop in the bed. But (laughs) is it a different friendship? Does Um, it affect like when you're not in bed? When we're not in bed, it's it's your normal friendship. It's like they know your secret, you know their secret, and you know they're not going to let that out or whatever. Where you guys can go out to dinner and have a good time and not do anything one time. And then maybe the next time you go have drinks, they come back to our house or, or whatever. We actually like that kind of friendship where you, you can do whatever you want. Sounds like there's there's safety there. There's security in knowing that they're there, going to protect. There's safety there. And you also get to know what they've done, where they've been, you know, because on top of just finding people that you want to have sex with, you want to meet people that are aware of safe sex. You know, these people are practicing safe sex. They're doing it the right way, even if maybe they're off with another couple sometime. We know how they are. We know that they're taking care of themselves. Mm -hmm. So next time we're with them, that's not really a worry for us. So you thought before that swinging or the lifestyle was just about one big orgy, and you're finding out that it's really about relationships, friendships, in addition to the wild sex that you guys have? Right, yes. That sounds pretty cool. It it is. (laughs) It is. It can be. It can be. So that brings me to... Every single man I've ever talked to has expressed outrage at the thought of seeing their woman having sex with anybody else. So when you're in the lifestyle, clearly a lot of people will watch, see, know that their wife is having sex with someone else. How do you deal with that? Weren't you ever jealous? Um, Yes, there was... uh... There was a time, you know, at at the very beginning, we we progressed slowly, like I had mentioned earlier. Then one night, this girl approached Wendy and said, oh, would you like to play? And she's, yeah, but I've never done this before, you know. And so she had fun with her, but Wendy wasn't comfortable with me touching this other girl. There's a a rule at these clubs that you always ask before you touch, you know, because no means no, you know, Mm -hmm. just to be safe. You know, she did ask Wendy, is there anything I can do with your husband? And she said no. And I was like, oh, shit. But I understand. <laughs> what am I here for? <laughs> because I know we're progressing. So right. I was okay with, and the show was fun. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But then it eventually it progressed into meeting another couple at the club. And they asked if we wanted to play. And we said, yeah. So we found a spot in the playroom. This guy was, this was almost like an audition for him for porn. He <laughs> And honestly, he was trying to get in to the into the industry. Oh my goodness! And he's probably in by now because <laughs> he knew what he was doing. But at no time at all, he's got 
Wendy naked and he's going down on her, which was fine. I've seen that before. I'm doing the same with his girlfriend. Uh, I look up 20 seconds later, he's having sex with my wife. And at first, you know, I was like, well, that looks kind of hot, you know. (laughs) But then I realized he got in so fast. I didn't see him put a condom on. Oh, so you started worrying about that. That fucked with my head really Uh bad. To where I was distracted. I wasn't even paying attention to this poor girl over yeah. here. And she knew that I was having an issue and she just leaned up. She goes, I saw him put a condom on. It's okay. You know? Oh. And so without you having to say anything, she knew, she knew. what your concern yeah, because, was. You know, I'm watching, trying to. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see if there's something trying on. Trying to see if there's a, yeah. And I, it's dark. I can see. And so, um, no, but she said, no, I saw him put a condom on. And I was like, Okay. But it was, I was done at that point. I wasn't going to perform and I you knew it. You were too far from it then. Yeah. And, but know. was that your only concern? Was there any jealousy? Because, I mean, this is the first time you're watching someone else have sex with your wife. Yeah, there's a there's a twinge of jealousy. And I think the, the condom thing was maybe just a distraction for me or a ploy to try to tell myself I'm not jealous. Uh-huh. But no, I was feeling it. It got hard to watch and I wasn't comfortable with it. This guy was just going to pound town. He, <laughs> he And I kind of didn't want to interrupt her because she was enjoying it. So I did what you're not supposed to do. And I just sat there and let her do what she was doing, where kind of the rule is if one person's not happy, you tell the other person and that ends it. She, you were so polite, right? Yeah, I didn't want to. You didn't want to be the guy yeah, who says, wait the, a second, I didn't want to be the cock block. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so I, I let her do her thing. And it got to a point where he pulled out, I saw the condom, rips it off, and in one fell swoop, puts another one on, grabs his girlfriend, and he starts going. And then a couple minutes later, rips that one off, puts another one on, and goes back oh, to, to your Wendy. Wife? And at this point, I was like, uh, I'm done. Uh, she saw me. She's like, are you okay? I said, no. And she stopped him right there and got our clothes, and we walked off. And before we'd even gotten off the platform, he had found another girl and was going to town. You know, this guy was... It was impressive. <laughs> and when I look back now, I was impressed. But how old, how old was he? About he, was he seemed ten, like a young. He was a good ten years younger, younger than we yeah. were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the average age group in there anyway? I would say mid forties, really? mid, mid to upper forties. I would guess would be the average. From time to time, you'll you'll see a couple of twenty somethings. I think for the most part, they're probably late thirties to early fifties. But we literally talked for two hours after that when we got home. By the end of our conversation, we had it all sorted out. We had sex and and <laughs> that was that. And it put a bow on yeah. it, huh? And so um, we had taken a little break from that for a while. And then we met another couple that we really liked. And so we gave it another shot. So the first time your wife saw you sleeping with another woman, did she have a problem with it? No. She told me that she thought that was hot, that she, she liked to watch it. And uh, I'm thankful. Lucky you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I bet. It sounds like it's been really good for you guys. How has this affected your relationship? It has been great. It teaches you communication and trust. She would tell you before we got involved that I was a little bit jealous. She would come home talking stories about what something that happened at work, and she would name a certain guy's name, and she'd catch me biting my lip. <laughs> so she knew, okay, it's bothering him, so he'd uh-huh. stop talking. And so that was her big concern. But when you're in this lifestyle, in order for it to work, you have to be completely open. You have to be able to tell her, I find this girl attractive. I, you know, to get her to open up to me and say, it's okay. You know, if you think this guy's hot or whatever, I, you could tell me it doesn't, mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't bother me. 
Have you ever been in a situation where she wants to have sex with someone you don't want to have sex with? No, I don't think I don't think it okay. has. Okay, uh, let me ask it another way. Have you ever been in the situation where she doesn't want to have sex with someone you want to have sex with? Yes, and mm-hmm. we just won't do it. it. It's it's an all or nothing. There now, there's situations where she can give me what she calls a hall pass, and that's something that comes up in the lifestyle. And I think you know what it is. You get to go off on your own with with, with her. With right. people that we both know, you know, or people that we've been with before. One instance, this couple that we were really close with wanted us to come have a, a date. But Wendy had to go out of state for business. She said, well, I can't go, but I'll send Mike, mm-hmm. you know. And so I was like, all right. Yay. <laughs> Again, lucky you. Yeah. And had a great time, you know. But these were people we had gone on vacation to Costa Rica with these people. So they weren't strangers Mm -hmm. and there was no pressure. Do you ever give your wife a hall pass? I offer it up if there's something that she's really interested, but it would have, it would have to be somebody that I've, I've met. Then that I'm comfortable with. The question was, have you ever given your wife a hall pass? Yes. And what's the situation there? But she has, but she hasn't taken me up on it. Oh, okay. So you're 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 <laughs> she, saying that you've given her permission. I've, I've, She's never I've offered her a hall pass and she just hasn't cashed it in. Mm-hmm. What kind of advice would you give to someone who's kind of just thinking about this, you know? Do your research. Read everything that you can about it, uh, especially when it comes to relationships, you know, the trust, the uh, the jealousy because that's all going to factor in at some point. We figured out and also we've read the same thing that this lifestyle will destroy a, a marriage that's not firm, that's not a, a strong relationship, but it will enhance an already strong relationship. If you're having problems in your marriage and you think introducing this kind of lifestyle is going to make things better. It's going to end it. Faster than simple. it. Yeah. yeah. And that'll kill it. Would you guess that there have been good relationships that were also ruined by this lifestyle? Well, then you'd have to question how good was the relationship. Just going from what I I know, I would think there had to have been some issues, I think, at that point in in a relationship if this caused a problem. Well, uh, so let me ask you this. Because you guys are in the lifestyle, you both approve of it. It's made your relationship better. It's made your marriage better. Is it really fair to say that a couple who can't do this, something's wrong with their relationship? No, no. Because on top of having a strong relationship, sex has to be kind of important to your relationship as well. There's people that have nice, strong relationships, but sex just isn't that important to them. Well, or what if it's important, but it's only sex with your spouse, no one else, yeah. right? So I guess everyone's... Yeah, you'll know if it if this works for you or not, you know, and if you're one of those people that are like, yeah, sex, you know, once a month in the bedroom with the lights off, maybe this isn't for you. <laughs> I like to tell people, you know, this is kind of recreation for us. We know our our marriage is strong. We're not worried about that. But it's the social aspect and kind of recreation. You know, some people like to bowl. You know, I <laughs> I'd rather fuck. You know, that is much better than bridge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now that you've been in the lifestyle, knowing you like it as much as you do, let's say if your marriage doesn't last, could you see yourself being with someone who is against it or who would not participate? Oh, that's a now good that one. you've had a taste. Of this lifestyle. Could you be with someone who wouldn't allow it? They'd have to be awfully special. I I don't know. That's a good question. I I think I would really hope, I guess, that this next person was as into it as as I am. Have you not for one second ever had a worry or concern that what if you guys end up meeting a great couple and your wife falls in love with the guy? No, 
No, that, well, I mean, it hasn't happened, but I can't say it could never happen. But has it entered your mind? Um, honestly, no. Hmm. No. We did meet a single male that we brought in, and I thought they were getting a little bit close. A lot more kissing, and to me, kissing is a little... More intimate more than, intimate. than sex, yeah. And they were doing an awful lot of it, and I just told her, hey, let's, <laughs> let's watch. <laughs> let's watch Remember Pretty Woman, yeah. where she wouldn't kiss the guy? Right. But other than that, nothing. Do you guys have rules? The rules change as you get more comfortable, but it's the same. If one of us isn't interested, then the answer is no. You need to make sure it's okay with the other person before you take the next step. We were okay with full swap. Uh, full swap, meaning uh, you with the other wife and your, your wife with Yeah, we were okay husband. with that, but it had to be same room. Same room. Uh-huh. But originally it was... No intercourse, which was considered soft swap. So she could go down on a guy, he could go down on her, but just no intercourse. No intercourse. That's called soft swap? Soft swap. What it, do they call it when it's okay for you to go with the other girl and have sex, but it's not okay for your wife to have sex with someone else? Do people have those kind of rules where it's kind of limiting for one partner? There's couples that do, and they're usually the ones that don't last. <laughs> really? Yeah, because they're, they're, there's going to be jealousy. Mm-hmm. Could you or would you tell your kids that you guys live this lifestyle? Now, your kids are adults now. I wouldn't want them <laughs> to find out. I don't know if I would, if they did find out, I guess uh, we'd jump off that bridge when we got to it. But mm-hmm. Do your non-swinging friends know? I have a couple friends that know. They're the type of people I could tell them anything, you know, where I hit the body or whatever, <laughs> and they wouldn't say anything. Uh-huh. Um, and Wendy does too. She's got one close friend that knows. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why you haven't told your other friends? Uh, yeah, I don't think they'd approve. It's not, as far as I know, because you, well, you never know. You never know what right? people are doing behind closed doors. But, right. Yeah. Okay. So that's on the personal level. Clearly on the professional level, you have to kind of even keep your yeah. your, your secret yeah. m- even more secret. Right. Yeah? Yes. Um, okay. Let's, let's share some, some stories. I mean, it all sounds, you know, good and great and everything. Surely you've had had some bad experiences. <laughs> I've got one in particular that just cracks me up every time I think about it. We we met a couple, uh, went out for drinks one time, and we hit it off. Everything was going really well. So we decided to make a date in the future. We each get a ho- hotel room and have some drinks in the lobby. Eventually, we have them over to our room. The husband was a high-powered attorney. You know, He had this alpha male persona. He sends me an email breaking down what we're going to do and in what order. <laughs> For your play date? <laughs> For our play date. Uh, By the way, I can never use that word in the same way I've always used date? it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he kind of was barking out orders. Number one, the girls will do a lap dance for the guys. And then they will switch partners and do the lap dance for the other husband. <laughs> And then the girls would get on the bed and have some fun to themselves while the men strip down to their boxers and (laughs) will watch. Wow. Yeah. I mean, down to the second almost. They were doing it. They were following along. Then he says the guys will go down on the other other female and then they'll change to their wife and then they'll separate and they'll have sex with their own spouse. Wendy and I are just kind of laughing to ourselves like... (laughs) What the hell's going on? Uh, but you know, we played along. So we're doing our thing on one side of the room, and they're on the bed doing their thing. He had her bent over the bed, standing behind her going doggy style, and he announces, I'm going to come. I'm going to come. <laughs> he announces that too? Yeah. So exactly. So he pulls out and rips his condom off, and he's going he's gonna to shoot on her back. 
but uh, he had more pressure in the pipes than he thought he did. <laughs> he shot over her head, onto the floor, right onto his own pants that were on the floor. But it was like uh, something about Mary where, you know, the scene where he's in the bathroom and he can't find it. He doesn't know where. <laughs> where did it Yeah. So he, he's wanting to clean it up, but he can't find it. Wendy and I are just sitting back, just trying not to laugh out loud, which we didn't. We ended up losing it. But uh, so he's getting dressed and he notices it's right on the crotch of his oh, jeans. Oh, my goodness. And by this time, we're ready for them to leave. This is a, a one and done. We're never going to see them again after this. They're at the door saying their goodbyes. He opens the door. And he looks down and he's like, I can't believe I have cum all over my pants. Behind him in the hallway, there's three old ladies. Like It's like Golden Girls. <laughs> and they just came out of their room. Oh, my gosh. And they hear that. Oh. And he turns around and all, like all three of them, their eyes go down. <laughs> and then he just says, hello, ladies. <laughs> and they all walked out the hallway together. And that was the last we ever saw them. That's funny, but that's, I mean, that's not awful. Have you ever had any experiences where it's like, oh God, we'll never do that again? Or, well, I mean, or unpleasant experiences? That was, that was funny, but there was a, a tinge of unpleasancy because she wasn't that clean. She wasn't fresh. Ah, say. okay. And so we both noticed that right away. And mm. you're like, they didn't even take the time to freshen up for us where we came home. We got in our room, showered up, we're ready to go. And then, so yeah, I mean, overall that was a bad experience. But all in all, it doesn't sound like you've ever had any other, like no real creepazoids where right in the middle of it, you're like, I'm not going to do this. Um, at the club from time to time, you'll see a kind of an old creepy guy. Maybe he came in with his wife or it might've been just a lady to help him get in the door. Right. Like what I said, when we're on that platform, there's uh, some stairs next to it. From time to time, there'll be a guy that just sits down on the stairs and just starts jacking off watching, and it's creepy as hell. <laughs> so you find that creepy, and yet there's something different about all those other people who are also watching and who doing who knows what. Right, but it's it's the way that they look, and, and you would know it if you saw it. You know, oh, it's, I, I think it, I do. It's somebody that you might see parked on the side of the road. Right. You know, that, that's, the, that's the vibe that they're giving off, that they're just creepy. Would you say that when you're in this lifestyle – you have to go a lot on intuition. If something feels wrong or if it feels bad, to yeah. stop it and not push through or... It, yeah, that happens. We're actually not like super high mileage. We haven't been around that much. We're very selective with who we decide on. So for the most part, we've had positive experiences. There's some people that will will meet on a website because there's a dating website for this or several of them and uh, we'll meet them for drinks and that's usually where we get the bad vibe before we've actually done anything we'll we'll go have drinks or dinner or whatever and usually you get a feeling at that point how often do you guys go to the club now it's probably been two years since we went it we do have a couple of friends from time to time if the opportunity comes up mm -hmm. we'll do it but now, Mike and I had talked off camera, you know, just to get comfortable. And I had asked him, have you ever done anything in the lifestyle that you didn't plan on doing? Wasn't in your playbook, you know, something that you didn't even fantasize about. And he told me about bringing a single guy <laughs> into their bedroom while on vacation. Long story short, after a few drinks, they end up in the room, you're in the bed, you're having sex. And then what happened? The guy asked us, have we ever done a DVP? DVP. Double vaginal penetration. Uh, we hadn't, so he had to kind of coach us along. Had me get on my back, have Wendy ride me. Mm -hmm. She leans forward, 
he comes from the back and slides in and the look on Wendy's face was incredible. She was loving it. Wow. It was, it was something else. How long have you been in this lifestyle and do you see yourself doing it until you can't anymore? Uh, we've been in it almost 10 years. I'm comfortable if we want to keep doing this. It all depends on, on your, wife. your wife. Yeah. If she's, if she's saying I'm done, then we're probably done, you mm-hmm. know. The occasional hall pass might come up or something, but... So your spouse really has to come first in all of this. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is where your relationship is. That's the, that's the most important. That's everything. So yeah, it has to be a team decision. There will be some people who listen to this and just think, oh my God, where is she finding these people, right? <laughs> and yet there are actually so many people out there who are living this alternative lifestyle. Can you give me an idea... What kind of people we're talking about? You've met a lot of people now through your 10 years of this. Every walk of life, you have no idea. There's heavyset people, skinny people. There's professionals. There's blue-collar workers. There's fast-food workers. There's a lot of people in the in the entertainment industry, a lot. A lot in law enforcement. And, really? And, and yeah, firefighting. And, and uh, huh. you just never know. You know, you may know your neighbors, might have known them for 10 years, and find out. They like to hit the club every once in a while, you know. There's just no way of telling. Wow. There's some people that they just scream lifestyle. And, <laughs> and those are the ones well, that live it 24-7. Really? Yes, so there are people, okay, wait a second. Let's paint this picture. For the person who screams, I live that lifestyle, what are we talking about? Uh, fake tans, uh, French tip nails. Hey, wait a second. Oh, oh. <laughs> Stop. It's just, it's just something that they put off. It's... It's a feeling. That, so it's a yeah, vibe. Yeah. And they'll make innuendos mm-hmm. after innuendo. after It's like nonstop. nonstop. You, mm-hmm. you, you start picking up. We're at the point now where if we're at the mall or something, one of us will tap the other one. What do you think? Lifestyle? Yep. Okay. <laughs> now there's a, a thing going on where uh, you're supposed to wear a black ring. I think it's on your opposite hand from your wedding ring. If you wear a black ring, that's kind of a signal for oh. hey, we're swingers. So it's the ring finger on your right hand? I think so. I know it's a black ring. I'm not Uh sure where you're supposed to wear it. Also, and I don't have an explanation for this, but pineapples are a symbol for the lifestyle. Let's say you're on vacation somewhere. Uh You post a picture of yourself and you put a pineapple on it, people might think- Sometimes people put a picture of a pineapple on their door or they'll have an actual pineapple sitting next to their door. Oh my God. Yeah. I've seen it maybe once or twice. But I just learned recently what that was. I have no idea what the hell a pineapple has to do. (laughs) Very interesting. Google that and see what you come up with. Any last words about living the lifestyle? If you have a healthy marriage and an active sex life, maybe it's for you. If you find yourself arguing a lot or not all that interested in sex or trust issues, just maybe stick to bowling. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the first episode of Consenting Adults. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Lena Wynn. Find us on social media. We're on Twitter, at Consent Adults, and also on Instagram, consenting underscore adults underscore show. Now, if you thought this episode was interesting, wait until you hear the next one. Have you ever kissed, like, more than one person? Like, three people are kissing at the same time? No. No. It'll blow your fucking mind. <laughs> It'll just blow your fucking mind. You've seen him on popular TV shows like Homeland, Bosch, and The Shield, but you've never seen him quite like this. That's next time on Consenting Adults. Consenting Adults.